Welcome, everyone, to episode 375 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm well. So today's topic, uh, I'm going to be talking about Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Uh, came out about uh, two weeks ago, roughly. Uh, I wanted to make sure I got more time in it than I had last week. I did play quite a bit more this week, not nearly as much as I wanted. Uh, I probably made it about a third of the way through the game, so I will talk about my experiences with it uh, to this point. We also got some feedback about about Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which I'll actually read that during the main segment because it's very a lot of the stuff that I wanted to talk about is actually in the feedback. So um, that's our main topic. Will do anything you want to tease for later on in the episode? Yeah, so I played a little bit more of the NES on the Switch. I played oh. a little bit Tecmo Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So I played that. I also played NHL 19. Oh, nice. So I'll be talking a little bit yep. about my experience of NHL 19. Um, I think that's it. I played the new Fighters and Dragon Ball Fighters, the last two season one DLC characters, Android 17 and Cooler. So I played them. Um, I think that's about it. Okay. Uh, I also did a little bit of the NES on Switch. I played some Dr. Mario because Corey threw down a little bit of a challenge the other day um, with a high Dr. Mario score. So. Uh, I played that just just for a little bit. I, I played a ton more Breath of the Wild, um, and then I played a pretty decent amount of Shadow of, of the Tomb Raider. So, isn't uh, that's that's gonna be the main segment? Isn't Doctor Mario super hard? Um, yeah, there's a lot more going on in that than in te- like Tetris. I always got destroyed whenever I tried playing it. Yeah, it's quite fun. Um, but it's one of those games that I feel, well, once again, I feel like are played better on the with the actual NES controller instead of the the Switch Joy-Con. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's that. Um, Jake says you're missing out on Spider-Man. Uh, don't get me. Oh, I got to get in the chat. Um, uh, yeah, I'm really bummed that I sold my PlayStation. Oh, yeah, you got to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I have so much to talk about for the week with that. Yeah, I'm so mad. A lot to cover. So, yeah, uh, I'm really missing out on Spider-Man. I should have just kept my PlayStation at this point, but mm-hmm. I'll get into I'll get into why. Yeah. Uh, before we start the main segment, too, I wanted to uh, ask everyone's forgiveness uh, for the technical dif- difficulties we've been having, uh, trouble with like getting stuff out on time. Uh, I'm just asking that everyone bear with us a little bit. Uh, I I've got it ton of stuff going on right now with uh, the house thing i'll talk a little bit about that during during my week uh will has you know work and school and and it's so ev- everything's super crazy right now um i'm hoping once we get out and uh into our into our new place uh at some point that things will calm down a little bit so uh so yeah if things are late uh we're we're working diligently to get everything out on time but uh you know you got to temper your expectations with us in general but uh probably a little more so now uh we'll still have a, an episode once a week um, yeah but everything else we're trying to get the live streams out or the the youtube videos out you know i'll get them out probably later um wife and i are still going to do the rookie camps but it might not come out on monday i think last week's came out on tuesday i think it was tuesday yeah um so yeah we'll we'll get everything out and it's just uh we'll probably be later than usual yeah it's bear with us well before when two of us were busy there were two others to like kind of take some of the pressure off but because it's just you and me and you and you and i are going through part of the the busiest parts of our lives right now it's been it's been tough yeah 
Yep. So uh, uh, bear with us a little bit. We'll still have still have everything. Uh, I talked. I think I told some people in the chat earlier. Uh, we're going to be doing Life is Strange next week, assuming that Will can play it and assuming Corey can play it. Oh, uh, I'm going to download that right now. Uh, I have I haven't bought it yet. Gotcha. Just let me know when you want me to vend for yeah. you. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna probably buy it after we get done, uh, just so I can download it because, and then then you guys can play it. I probably won't play it until like Sunday night. Mm-hmm. So okay. Uh, so there's that. Uh, so yeah, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. So uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, uh, at least to the what I've played so far, is very similar to Rise of the Tomb Raider. Uh, it's a little more open than the first Tomb Raider game. There's there's the a lot more upgrading of stuff and 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 exploring. Uh, I know one of the criticisms of the first Tomb Raider was the lack of like tombs uh, to go into, but uh, this one I, again, like Rise of the Tomb Raider, has has a lot of a lot of that sort of stuff. Um, a lot of the story too involves uh, Lara's um, her. I'm trying to think of a good way to put this. Uh, personal it, struggle? Per, yeah, personal struggle. It's it's a personal story. She has a little bit of a conflict with, with Jonah, at least at the beginning. Um, a little bit of uh, being self-centered. Self, uh, and I can't even think of the right words. Like uh, Self-absorbed? Self-absorbed, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Because it's not like being selfish. It's just she thinks everything revolves around her. Uh, Cam Cameron wrote a good feedback in about Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which, like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna read uh, that part for the actual like main segment because he brings up a lot of the points that I want to talk about. Uh, as far as mechanics go, it's 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 very similar to the other game. Uh, one of the things that you can like choose to do in in this one is cover like if you come across a mud pit, you can press E to well yeah I play it on with a keyboard and mouse, uh, but you push E to cover yourself in mud so you're a little bit more stealthy. Uh, one of the things I read about this game was the best way to play it is on one of the harder difficulties, uh, and the the difficulty scale is very interesting because there's there's obviously just the difficulty of the enemies uh but the puzzles also you can increase the difficulty for so um so when you use your like scout vision or whatever whatever it's called in this game it's the same mechanic but uh where stuff is highlighted um that's not as effective on the harder difficulty level so you have to actually like physically look for things okay um and then i don't know if you remember because you played the first tomb raider right i did play the first one didn't beat the first one, but I played all of the second one and beat the second one. Okay. You know how there was, like, white paint on the places where you needed to jump? Yeah. Like, that's that's gone on the higher difficulty level, so you really have to, like, observe what's around you. Okay. Uh, it's a great way to play the game, because not only is it more difficult, it encourages Lara to be stealthy. Like, you can't you can't just go in and, and open fire and just shoot everybody. Uh, you have to sneak around a little bit, use your surroundings, use your environment to your advantage, which is really how the game, at least in my opinion, is is meant to be played. Because um, she only takes like one or two shots and she's dead. So if you alert a group of soldiers, you take a few bullets and you're, and you're dead immediately uh, before you can even get into cover. So I've really enjoyed playing the game that way. Um, but it also allows you to... Like I said, take in more of the environments because the environments in this game are stunning, like yeah. stunning. The 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 people who designed the the environments and the dungeons and this and the tombs in this game, I I applaud them because they're fantastic. 
Um, I've only experienced a small part of them. I've, I, I estimated I'm probably about a third of the way through the game. Um, I've done a little bit of the side sort of gathering stuff uh, as much as I can uh, without tying down to like exploring every nook and cranny. You know, I'm kind of kind of trying to play that all by ear. But yeah, um, where was I going with that? I got off. Uh, I went off on a tangent and lost my train of thought. Uh, so you were talking about how on the harder difficulty they got rid of mm. a lot of the help help stuff. Yeah, and I, just, I, I feel like that's that's a good way to play. I mean, obviously, if you just want to blaze through it, you can have all that stuff highlighted and play on, on an easier difficulty. But, uh, you know, uh, she's meant to be stealthy. Like, you're meant to jump out of, out of trees and stab people. And, uh, you know, that her, her ability and skill set is more... more uh, God, my brain it, is just. It's mush. meant for more. It's meant. Play. It's meant for more, more of a stealth play. Yes, thank you. Will. Now, does it feel more realistic? The game, do you think? Uh, it does for me only because I'm playing on a harder difficulty. Like I said, she can only take a bullet or two before she's dead. Okay. Um, <laughs> but she also survives some pretty harrowing, uh, like animal attacks and stuff. Uh, that makes it not necessarily feel as realistic because she gets mauled <laughs> by a jaguar fairly early in the game like pretty badly too uh but uh jonah just kind of patches her up and she she moves on on her so way she does she goes. She, yeah uh, i mean i was talking about it when i was streaming and I, she's like far tougher than me um you know i probably if i had been in some of the situations <laughs> that she's in i would have just laid over laid down and died oh definitely um, so there there is that um but yeah no i i really enjoy it so far uh I don't have a lot of complaints about it. Um, none really. It controls really well. It's it's a it's a fun game. Um, yeah. So it's it's got it, the, play, it plays more like the first Tomb Raider. No, it, play, it plays similarly similarly to Rise of the Tomb Raider. Rise of the Tomb the fir- Raider. The first one's a little more linear. There's a little bit of exploration. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider opens things up a bit more and there's there's more exploration more more tombs to to uncover uh that sort of stuff so so do you feel that this game is just that rise of the tomb raider on steroids is that kind of what yeah rise of the tomb raider with more killing probably (laughs) some bloodier yeah yeah a little little bloodier um it's supposed to close up her the the trilogy i guess i i can't speak to that because you know i haven't gotten that far but uh yeah i mean it's more more you know involved with trinity and and what they were doing so now um, how did this game review i'm actually not even sure it got like eights eight and a half nines it it really like if you like shadow the tomb raider and tomb raider or rise of the tomb raider and tomb raider you'll like this game okay uh it, it, it is more of the same it's yeah, I, I think like saying it's it's uh, rise of the Tomb Raider a little bit on steroids is probably probably a, a good good way to put it. I really uh, want to play it. So. Yeah, I mean it's got the incredible action sequences. Um, again, this is one of the few games where I don't mind the QTEs. You know, I feel like they're fitting in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, normally, I hate quick time events in games, but I don't know. It just the, the the stuff she does is so cool like i don't i don't i don't mind it and i feel like it fits in with the the more cinematic parts of the game so yeah doesn't doesn't feel out of place or weird 
No, I'm actually I'm watching some gameplay. It looks looks awesome. Yeah, I really uh, got to get to this. Yeah, there seems to be a lot more underwater exploring. I don't I can't remember if there was any in the other games, but I know there's a lot in this one. Um, piranhas are jerks. Eels are jerks. <laughs> so you get attacked me. in the water too. Yes, uh, and I was I was talking about uh, before we started the episode. There's a part where she's like kind of crawling. Uh, she's underwater, but crawling through a tunnel, like trying to get up to the air, and she gets like stuck. And I'm like, oh my god! Not only is she like stuck where she can't move, but she's underwater. Like that's that hit me so hard because <laughs> anxiety. I'm super cla- yeah, I'm super claustrophobic. Uh, drowning would be a really bad way to go too. So, Oh yeah. It, that, that I almost had a panic attack in that part. So be careful <laughs> of that trigger warning, you know, it feels so real. It gave you a heart attack almost. Yes. All right. So I'm going to call up cams feedback because he, he again brings up a lot of points that I wanted to talk about. Um, so I'll read the rest of the email during feedback, but I'm going to read his, um, his part, uh, on shadow of the tomb Raider. So, he says, next, in the meat of this feedback, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, minor early game spoilers ahead. Uh, so he says, stunning cinematics, as we, as we have come to expect from Rise of the Tomb Raider. As well, there is a mix of third-person cutscene and controlled camera angles that I think they did a spectacular job with. An early section early section of the game has me spelunking, kind of, and the mood it sets with the music, camera angles, and prompted key strikes made me feel claustrophobic. When Laura finally emerges from the <clears throat> excuse me crevasse i let out a sigh and noticed i was breathing quickly i think i've been holding my breath for like 30 seconds said to myself wow they nailed that section i'm feeling claustrophobic ditto ditto cameron ditto uh, as i've continued on there was another moment where i was diving in an underwater cave and there are these air pockets you can find as Zara took a big breath and dove back under i took a big breath too and noticed that i've been holding my breath for the 20 seconds uh that she had been underwater big props for tricking my mind and sucking me into the game but then we get into my major beef with this game. Lara just goes right back to murdering. I think literally the first combat I face is stabbing a man in the neck and shooting an arrow into his friend's head. Then it's right back to wiping out hordes of enemies. I remember when I put the game down for the night, having the thought, um, the only way I will really be satisfied with the ending is if it shows Lara curled up in a ball in her mansion, crying herself to sleep, only to be awakened by nightmares of the men she has killed. And I think we lost Will. Uh, maybe not. Uh, anyway, I'll continue. Uh, and I mean, there is a section early on where she may have caused 100 people to die. And her assistant, Jonas, uh, is distraught about it and trying to... T- oh, that's right in that. That's in the chat now. Uh, how convenient. Uh, uh, Lara just keeps interrupt- interrupting, interrupting him, talking about the next artifact and the next spot to go as Jonah is falling apart a little bit. And then it struck me, Jesus, Lara is a fucking psychopath. Like, she has personality disorders of the bad kind. She needs professional help or to be locked away. Um, it says, and of course, it breaks immersion for me a little bit when she is wiping out teams of mercenaries like she is a freaking superhero. Just the sheer number of bodies she stacks up is almost sickening and to the point where I don't buy her fear injected into cutscenes. She ought to know by now she's the baddest war- warrior to have ever lived, apparently. Let me acknowledge my white male privilege, hashtag me too and all that. 
Uh, but it has nothing to do with her being a female or that, air quotes, women aren't capable of killing. Because looking back at many male protagonists in action games, my thought has always been that they do have PTSD and mental trauma from their experiences. I think about Max Payne. Come on, that guy was near suicidal. Kellogg from Fallout 4, Marcus from Gears of War, Geralt from The Witcher. To some extent, he's a haunted soul. The sad psychopath that is Agent 47 and the protagonist in the original Bioshock who is brainwashed killer who becomes more and more unhuman throughout his killing spree to the point that near the end he is effectively a big daddy. So she would be at least as conflicted, tragic, and flawed as these characters considering the killing she does. Let's try to get Will back on here. Um, okay, Cam, you say, but how would you do things differently? I think I would have more sneaking, more options for staying out of combat because it would be very bit difficult and con- consequences would be severe for death as well as perhaps just fewer enemies to kill, or ultimately I would just want to see her uh, constantly struggling with her feelings about murdering so many people. Uh, So gameplay so far is an 8 out of 10. Environment and graphics is 10 out of 10. Music and story is 10 out of 10. But mental health of Lara is 1 out of 10. So uh, I will continue the conversation once we get Will back in the chat. Um... You know what? Maybe we'll take a quick break and we'll continue with Will once he gets back. Right after a very brief break. Okay, and we're back. Uh, So yeah, Will's back. Uh, That's just the first internet disconnection of the night. Hopefully we don't have any more, but (laughs) I am not going to count on it. Uh, So yeah, Will uh, missed some of Cameron's feedback, but uh, read it in in the break that we had, so uh, I mean, what are your thoughts on on Cameron about uh, Laura not having any, or at least doesn't seem to have any trauma, mental trauma from all of the killing that she does? So there's two schools of thought with me on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's unrealistic, and it kind of dehumanizes her a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, it is a video game. Right. So. I don't know. When I'm playing Tomb Raider, I'm not looking for... When I want a game that's going to make a little bit more of a statement, I am looking from that, from, like, Life is Strange, or, like, you know, to make more of a... more of an impact on mental health, like, something like that. Uh, Tomb Raider isn't something that I would go to for that, and it's not to discredit his criticism, because I think that is very valid. Um, It's just something that... I don't know. I just think that maybe it wouldn't bother me as much as it bothers him, and that's yeah. fine because, like I said, I look at Tomb Raider a little bit differently of a style of game. I'm looking to be kind of, you know, kill out a bunch of people, raiding tombs, you know, being being awesome. Yeah. Uh, my thought is actually, I wonder if to an extent she dehumanizes Trinity specifically. Um, and, you know, because she feels like and I don't know if this would have an effect anyway, but she feels like she's saving the world if she's able to like compartmentalize things better that way. And, uh, you know, because she thinks she's doing, and she may be, I don't know. Uh, she thinks she's doing good for the world that it doesn't bother as much, you know? Mm -hmm. So that could be a, a justification. Yeah. She could definitely have like brainwashed herself into thinking everything she's doing is all right. You know? Yeah. And you get a sense of that. Like he, he talked about the, and I talked about it last week, the, the argument between her and her and Jonah, 
um, when he's, you know, trying to help the people who just had their village flooded. And she's like, she's trying to talk to him about, you know, the next thing they have to do. And he's like, no, the, we, we need to help these people, you know? And she's uh, like, so next. She, she, yeah, she, yeah, she kind of distances, distances herself from it, kind of. But at the same time, like, the reason why she wants to go uh, do that is because she thinks she's partially responsible. And the best way she can help is to continue her quest. Yeah. Which brings me back to the point of, of her being a little bit uh, self-absorbed. Uh, like I said, not selfish, but just think that everything centers around her. Uh, so that's interesting. That uh, I've 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 actually really enjoyed that part of the story um, to this point. So, and I will say, Kim saying that and kind of what you're saying does pique my interest in the story a little bit more because yeah, I'm kind of like, well, why is Laura kind of like that? Yeah, it's cool. Uh, you know, the biggest criticism I've actually read about the game is that the story doesn't tie up in a, in a meaningful way. It doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, it was kind of the same way that people complained about Octopath Traveler. It doesn't doesn't resolve things, so to speak. So I don't know if maybe they're just planning on having another another Tomb Raider game, or if this is supposed to like complete a trilogy. I, I, I'm not sure, um, but that that's the the biggest complaint I've seen for for Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Okay, I'd be interested to see how it ends then. Yeah, yeah, me too. I will see how it ends because I'm going to keep playing it because I love it. So. Yeah, it's not a long game either, right? No, uh, I think I checked the how long to beat. Did I check the how long to beat last week? Uh, I think it, it was like eighteen hours, okay. twenty-two if you do like main and extras. So I, I'm r- roughly eight hours in, if I had okay. to guess. That's not bad at all. So yeah, so yeah. I mean, that's my thoughts. Uh, I really, really like it so far. I, I, if you like the first. And and uh, if you like the first Tomb Raider and and Rise of the Tomb Raider, there's really no reason why you wouldn't like this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of, again, kind of more of the same. So, is my PC going to be able to run this nicely? Yeah, uh, it looks fine on mine, and I, you know, mine has to render more pixels because I have an ultra wide monitor. Okay. Um, I'm usually run at like 53 to 55 frames per second. Uh, I probably could get it to 60. Uh, you'll get drops. Um, I actually didn't. I was getting like 45 frames per second when I was streaming just now, okay. uh, which, which was noticeable. When it gets into the like the high 50s, it's fine. it's fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's kind of so much going on that you don't you don't pick out the tiny frame rate changes. Okay. So, yeah. I, I generally don't notice that until it dips below 30. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you'll notice when it goes into the 40s. That's definitely noticeable. Um, but yeah, if it's in the even low, low fifties and above, it's, it's, it's pretty smooth. Um, so yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. Um, that's all I have. Nibble bits. Will got anything for nibble bits? Uh, yeah. So a little bit Dragon Ball fighters news. Um, (laughs) they added, um, sorry, I'm sick and getting over it. So I might cough occasionally. Um, so sorry. But uh, they added two new characters, Android 17 and Cooler, which is really cool. They also added a new stage, uh, the Galactic Arena, which is another really cool thing. Um, and they added... I didn't I didn't know this was a thing, but they added um, like groups for your favorite characters, and then they host competitions based off of that. So say my favorite character is Gohan. Um, I would be on Team Gohan, and every fight that I win would be get points towards my team. 
Uh-huh. Uh, so it's kind of like a, a fanboy club within the game, which is kind of cool. Um, and they're also add, adding Halloween costumes uh, and colors and all those sorts of things to the lobby and different outfits and stamps and all those cool stuff. So, um, And they also gave you a bunch of Zenny to be able to spend on these caps to get this stuff. So, Nice. Yeah, a lot of stuff adding uh, added to the game. I'm a huge fan of Dragon Ball Fighters. I think people who like Dragon Ball should get it regardless of if they're big into fighting games because I think it's a pretty easy fight. <laughs> <laughs> fighting game to pick up it, <coughs> it's a lot of fun oh man sorry um last but not least fallout 76 won't be featuring a cross uh a cross play feature will be or won't be won't be at all yeah will not be featured in cross play so all the platforms are their own separate ecosystems yep that kind of sucks uh yeah, they said, this is the tweet from Pete Hines. He said, folks, chill. I work with a lot of devs and games for whom this is important going forward. Fallout 76 does not support crossplay for a number of reasons. I have no idea if it ever will, but I assure you it is not on the radar right now. Huh. Interesting. Yep. Um, how does Elder Scrolls Online support it? But this doesn't. I don't know. I wonder if it it has to do with PC. Be, well, I guess PC is Elder Scrolls Online, too. I wonder if the company are the consoles and PC separate, or are they the same? I don't know. Maybe Fallout 76 is just too tough of a game to do it? Yeah, because it's more twitchy. More twitchy, yeah. There's more a bigger, more lively world, I guess, would be a yeah. way to put it, as opposed to kind of like the... MMO world. Right. Yeah, I don't know. So that's a huge hit, in my opinion. Yeah. And also, it not coming to Steam for me is a huge hit. Yeah. They've really, you know, you and I were on board with yeah. it, but they kind of really dug themselves. Yeah. I'm not buying another game on another client. I'm just not, especially if it's only going to be one. Uh, the only way they can get me to, uh, buy into this and it would be grudgingly as if they only release their PC games on this client from now on. Like I, I read, um, uh, what, what was I going? Where was I going with that? Dang it. My brain is just such mush today. It's we we're sloppy. Aggravating. <laughs> we're very oh, sloppy. <laughs> God, it's, it's been, it's been a day. Um, but yeah, no, I, that's the only way I, I would buy in and it would be very grudgingly. Um, apparently it's supposed to come to steam at some point, uh, or they didn't rule out a steam release. Um, but I'm, I'm not getting it if it's just going to be on the stupid, uh, um, Bethesda client, Bethesda PC client. Yeah. Cause I don't want that. Oh, uh, but, but, uh, uh, this is not one of my nibble bits, but this is related. Uh, so, um, Phil xbox phil spencer uh phil phil spencer announced the keyboard mouse support for xbox one um so if keyboard mouse support comes to like all the xbox games i could see myself getting an xbox one x and playing games on that um you you know did say that's what you're waiting for yeah no if i could play tomb raider with a keyboard mouse on an xbox one x i would totally do that uh, you know, because PC games are starting to have the option to have 60 frames per second 
that's all I need. I don't like I would like to play games at a higher frame rate, but I, I don't need to. I love my ultra wide monitor, but if I you know play most of my games then in a uh, normal sixteen by nine resolution, that's fine. That's something because my PC is getting to the point where it needs to be upgraded. Like I need a new processor, I need a new motherboard, I need new RAM. My graphics card could probably carry me through another few months, uh, but that's going to be need to be upgraded for the upcoming games like Metro Exodus. Oh, uh, is a game I can't wait for. I, like my computer's gonna, it's just gonna not gonna do it justice, you know. It's gonna melt when you try to play it. Yeah, yeah. So, and I need that. I need that. To, I need it to record the podcast. You know, I've no other way to do it. Although apparently they did add the Skype recording feature. I'm gonna tinker with that and see. Hopefully next week I won't need to run two Skype calls for my crappy internet connection. Yeah. So, uh, Jake in the chat says I like the wall stealth stuff in Tomb Raider that's going on in the stream yeah that's 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 a cool part as i said the smearing the mud on her helps with the, your camouflage too which is also uh very cool Ooh, but, she rubs mud on herself yeah for camouflage mm. not like mud wrestling <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of that in there sure um <laughs> yeah do you have any other nibble bits well no that's it for all me. right uh, i got a couple things uh, the first is that Sony finally caved and is adding cross-play, cross-platform support for Fortnite. So, I wonder. I wonder why now they decided to cave. Uh, there was probably sure. a, there was yeah there was probably enough people uh, that kind of stopped playing it and stopped buying stuff on it on the PS4. If I had to guess. Yeah, and honestly, it's kind of just silly that they weren't doing it anyway, and they're yeah. just being stubborn just for the sake of it. Yeah, it's a it's a money thing, no doubt. Um, but they probably did feel it enough to the point where they're like, okay, we have to do this. So I don't know if it's coming to any other games, but Fortnite, uh, it's it's in beta right now uh, on the PS4. So who knew Fortnite would be the game to unite everybody? Yeah, yeah, to, to flex its muscles. The stupid game three years ago that we were talking about, how it was that uh, tower defense like game, yeah, or whatever. And probably no, I, I bet you very few people will actually play that part of the game. It's all the the battle royale stuff. Yeah, I've honestly never heard of anybody talk about it. Yeah, so. <laughs> I kind of want to play it because it's it's probably decent. Yeah, no, it's probably pretty good, but it, it just doesn't get any love. <laughs> yeah. I uh, next on my nibble bits list. So I don't know if this was just a Reddit thing. Um, but there was a lot of people complaining about the Nintendo Switch Online, how your uh, cloud saves got deleted after your account expires, uh, if you don't renew your account. Um, There's a lot of speculation on, on all of that, because Nintendo didn't. Nintendo said that they would still be active for a little while, so no one knew what that meant. Uh, <laughs> Nintendo didn't clarify until this week, but people were like, oh, it's ridiculous that... Like, if I let my account expire, like, my saves are going to get deleted. You know, that that whole mentality. Yeah. Uh, but they did announce today uh, they're not going to erase your cloud saves immediately. You have six months. Um, to la- if, so if, you're, if your time thing lapses for that, the six months, the, if, you're, if your account lapses, you'll have six months to, to renew to keep your cloud saves going. So those type of people... There was a post on Reddit saying, what are the worst companies in the world? Uh-huh. Um, and to no surprise of mine, people were seeing, saying EA. Activision. Really? Of well, all 
there were people there was a huge backlash to those people um because yeah. people like companies like nestle are legit evil and right. doing very bad things uh, um, I, would, I would put spectrum on that list there were well there is another one in um ISPs, probably a few airlines made it on there no, not very many ISPs or airlines. There was a company in Detroit who puts toxic uh, um, materials by the water. I don't know if they put it in there. I can't remember the name of the company. There was a lot of them on there, though, that I was like, oh, my, like, human, tra- human trafficking was involved. I'm just like, oh, oh man. Oh, man. Well, legitimately bad companies. You're talking about a company that makes video, game, video games. Not to say that they haven't had plenty of missteps but they're making a product for people and so that's you know some people really like you know it's yeah it's it's not even the same league of no polluting human human trafficking no, uh not even close stealing from poorer country it's just funny and then people like people are really saying ea yeah. and activision yeah but god that let's was get some, let's get some perspective here people exactly so yeah, your your save games on your Nintendo Switch Online account will will be there for six months if your account expires. So rest, you know, you can rest easy knowing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my last one, Will, I don't know if you heard about this, but Telltale is apparently in some trouble. They laid off the majority of their staff, uh, two hundred and fifty people or something like that. Uh, they're keeping twenty five people on right now. Um. Apparently, the new Walking Dead game has been delisted, so you can't buy it anymore. Uh, and they're no trying, way. yeah, they're trying to figure out a way. They're trying, they're figuring out ways to like get the rest of the game out. Because did episode two just come out? Maybe I think so. Yeah. Um. So, uh, and me personally, like, I was interested. In, they're they're supposedly working on a season two of the Game of Thrones game. That's probably not going to happen anymore. So uh, I'm not sure what's going to happen with that, but it's uh, very sad to see because I've enjoyed my time with with some, a few of the Telltale games. I think and a I... lot of I know well, a lot of people like The Wolf Among Us. A lot of what people love Tales from the Borderlands. So I I have no basis for this other than what I think I heard. So I'm going to definitely say it, but I heard they weren't paying employees. Uh, so they didn't get n- nobody got any like severance pay. Okay. They just, and I think once they got fired, there was only like nine days left on their health insurance that they got Ooh. through the company, which oh. is really bad. You know, that's not <laughs> that's not something that uh, that most people can, you know, stomach. So, yeah. Ouch. That's not, not good. good. Well, hopefully all those people will find <clears throat> jobs really quickly and land on their feet. And you don't yeah. like to see that. No, definitely not. So and hopefully yeah. Telltale f- figures it out, too. You know, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, so they're still out there doing doing their thing. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, and then I think that's all I had for Nibble Bits. There's right. something else I want to talk about, but I forgot. So how was your week, Will? Good. It's been so, so busy between work and school and just general general life stuff. Um, last week I talked about how I sold my PlayStation. Yeah. Um, sold it to one of my, my best friends down in Florida you know, did everything with it, you know, checked to make sure it was running, you know, my had mom pack it because she's way better at that sort of thing than I am because I would break it. Played it right before it, we packed it up, you know, paid to get it sent down there. And then all of a sudden, my friend gets it on Friday. I sent it out on Wednesday. 
He gets it. Doesn't work. Um, the power, for whatever reason, it boots up. And with the PlayStation, uh, there's that line up the middle that when it boots blue, that means it's booting up and getting ready. But as soon as it turns white is when the console's active and, you know, the power is running. It mm-hmm. just stays in the blue powering up state. Uh, and worse is... I guess you can send you can get it into safe mode, but I guess if it doesn't go into safe mode, it uh has to be serviced by Sony. And guess uh-huh. how much it is to service it? How much? $99. Really? Yeah. So the money that I sold my PlayStation for, about two thirds of it is going towards shipping and then fixing it. Uh that's terrible. So I made I sold my PlayStation for no reason. Yeah. Pretty much. So I'm really, really, really mad about that. I didn't expect to take an L on that one unexpectedly, but yeah. here we are. Um, and it worked fine with me. If it was with me, still probably would still be fine. Yeah, I'd be playing Must Spider-Man right now. Damage and shipping, right? I mean, that's, that's what what's I'm, happened. That's what I'm assuming. Um, I know they don't take care of their packages sometimes. Yeah. So that's what I'm assuming happened. Uh, and of course, I didn't get the insurance, so I'm just kind of just gotta eat it and then deal with it. Uh, and I feel bad because, like, I know my friend doesn't think I was doing anything to rip him off, but like, even me, like, I just he wants to play the new Spider-Man. He bought it because of the new Spider-Man, and he gets all my other games. And he, you know, I just hate making him wait longer. Yeah, sure. So I was really mad. I did everything I could. Uh, I bought him a new power cable because I thought maybe the power supply cable is busted. Yeah. Um, maybe because it got overheated where all my other consoles were, but now it seems that it needs to be serviced. Yay. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, I've been getting over being really sick, so I'm at that phase now where, you know when you cough a bunch when when you're kind of getting on the tail end of being sick? Um, that's where I'm at now, but the worst part about it is at night when you're laying down. Oh, it, yeah. Oh. Very brutal. Uh, last yeah. night I was up until five in the morning, uh, having bad coughing fits. So I'm a little little sleepy today. That's why you see me drinking a monster. Uh-huh. Um, it was so bad that I was like, "Screw it!" and I just played video games. Yeah, I've I've had nights like that too. You, you're just laying in bed being miserable, so you might as well distract your brain doing something. Yeah. You know. Well, last night at like two in the morning, three in the morning is when I sent that text asking yeah. Eric about the new NHL. Yeah. So, so I mean, that's what I, that's what I was doing because I had nothing uh-huh. else to do. So, um, there's that. I'm trying to think what else. I know you have a lot more uh, to talk about, Dan. So I'll let you take it over from here. Yeah. Uh, so the for uh, last week's um, rookie camp, me and my wife played the Telltale Game of Thrones game. Uh, we watch Game of Thrones just about every night. Uh, she had tried the the game briefly like a long time ago. Maybe I don't know if it when it when it first came out. I don't think that that was the case. But uh, she uh, that was that was what I decided to play because of the Telltale news um, and you know us being as into Game of Thrones as we are. So uh, that's what we, what we played. Uh, so that's on our our YouTube channel if you wanna wanna check that out. So that was that. Um, so yeah, for this week for the house, we um, we had the inspection today on the house, okay. uh, which was really cool. Actually, the inspector was about as thorough as a person can possibly be. 
which is great. Um, he's very, very entertaining, very knowledgeable. There's a couple, a uh, couple minor-ish things that we need to have the current owners uh, fix probably before we, before we move in. So uh, we're, we get to start those negotiations when the report actually gets completed on Saturday, I think. Um, so it's another, another potential hurdle, but uh, we'll see. We're still, still plugging along here. Uh, but it was nice to. One of the nice things about it was we got to actually like walk around. When, when we went to see the house before, we brought our four children, and we were trying to corral them, and also trying to like <laughs> look at things and and you know measure in our heads where stuff, <coughs> excuse me, stuff could possibly go. It's very difficult to do, uh, so it was nice to get there and kind of plan out in our heads what where things were going to go. Um, yeah, you know, obviously we still have a ways to go. Uh, the you know, there's things that can happen that the deal will fall through, but you know, we're, we're positive at this point about it. So, so when, what, if you don't mind me asking, what's mm-hmm. move in, like what's the tentative day that you would move in? Um, so the closing, at least for now is scheduled for the end of October. I think it's okay. 29th or 28th. Gotcha. Uh, could get pushed up, could get pushed back. It depends on how, how things go. Uh, it's a very, very long pain in the butt processes uh especially in new york yeah so okay okay yeah. i was just curious with that what, what yeah. the time frame so, would be so we're hoping um and then we have to get this house ready because we're not going to sell this house we're going to rent this house out most likely uh so you know once we determine that things are probably going to go through uh, then we have to start preparing this house to be rented, which some minor stuff. It's mostly like some painting and uh, obviously like thorough, thorough cleaning, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, but we're, we started like cleaning out the basement already, uh, packing stuff that we don't need right now. Um, so we're trying to slowly do that stuff. Cause even if ultimately this house doesn't work out, we still have to get a bigger house. Yeah. Uh, Cause it's just too darn small here. I'll buy it, Dan. If you want to. If I had the money, I would. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a nice, it's a nice little house. It was, it was perfect for us when we were first married, and even when we only had uh, one child. But once we got to two, things were a little more compact there. Now that we have four, things are very compact. Uh, and since my twins are like fully mobile and into stuff now too, uh, it's just we need they a bigger space. Can't be contained. No, they cannot. <laughs> Uh, so there's that. Um, you're probably familiar with this, Will. Uh, Instacart? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I signed up to be an Instacart shopper. Yeah, are you um, really? Yeah, so I've I've been trying to find something that I can do part-time. Other than my computer stuff, the problem with my computer stuff is it's very inconsistent. I'll have a month where I build, like, 20 computers and then i'll have like three months where i have nothing so it's very inconsistent so i'm looking for something that i can do just a little bit of to make a little bit of money uh and so i signed up to do the instacart thing which for those of you that don't know it's a it's like a delivery service so they'll the instacart people will go pick up the stuff that you put in your order there's a few different stores i know uh, wegmans is one of them uh petco is one of them there's a few others that are on there so so I might they'll be pick up your you order. Work. You might be, yeah. The, the, so they'll go pick up your order and deliver it to your house. Uh, so I signed up sometime last week to do that. You have to go through like a background check and a, 
uh, motor vehicle check, uh, which I obviously passed those. I have no criminal history, uh, and I only have one ticket on my on my driving record. So, uh, <coughs> excuse me. That's awesome. But yeah, I wanted something that was like super flexible. Uh, so the the way it works is I sign up to do uh, hour shifts. So like as I don't know how exactly the algorithm programs it, but I don't like I don't know how, if they they know like approximately how many people they'll need. Uh, but I go through like every once in a while and I'll pick up hour long shifts. So like uh, I'll first start Monday night, uh, and I'm pretty sure it's just I'm just going to be doing the deliveries. Someone else will do the shopping in the store. They'll pass off the order to me, and I'll go deliver it. Um, oh. So there's different different ways you can work, and I just did like eight to ten on Monday, uh, eight to ten on Wednesday, and then I think I'm like uh, that's at night, uh, yeah. and then because it, like I said, I needed something that's flexible with how freaking crazy our schedule is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna give it a shot, see how it is. Uh, I don't need to make very much to because I, I I don't have anything I pay for really other than the occasional video game, and I like I said still have my computer business. So yeah, yeah. So that, I'm excited to give that a shot. That's really cool. Yeah. I know. I think the shopping end of it, how it works is you have to do the shopping in an X amount of time. I don't know how long it takes. Maybe yeah. 30 minutes, 20 minutes, something like that. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, I, the, the I, way people maximize their, their money is by quick getting the shopping done quickly, usually. Oh. Okay, that's how it is then. Yeah, yeah, because I see them all sprinting around a lot in the store, yeah. asking me where they can get something. So yeah, I won't. I won't be doing. I won't be sprinting around. But uh, uh, yeah, I you know uh, we'll see. I, I still have to see how it all works. Uh, I'm still kind of unclear on the details, but apparently because it, it, it's through the the app, it'll walk me through the first first few orders. So. Jake says he can't believe you you're not gray haired with all those kids. Yeah. I mean really like the hard part now, like I said, is now that the weather's not super nice anymore, everyone's kind of trapped inside. We don't have the pool to swim in to dump everybody's energy. So <laughs> the new house has like a uh, so the basement is half finished, uh, and it's a really like extended. It's an extended ranch, like really long. So the the basement has this like super long room that the kids can just fly around in, and then they, there's there's like a cubby room on the other side of that that'll be where the recording studio slash office is. It's like it's it's perfect. Um, so yeah, see how that all that goes. That's exciting. Um, yeah. you probably can't wait to get into it, the new house yeah. and get moved in because oh, you <laughs> moving sucks. So, yeah, I'm not even worried about that. It's just, we need to get into a bigger house. Uh, yeah. The, the pain in the butt part of moving gets outweighed. Yeah. By the fact that you guys need a, a better house or a bigger house. Yes. And we get to purge. Yeah. We don't need anymore, which is also nice. Cause like I said, even if we don't end up getting this, house that we're working on right now it's it, it's going to be something else and it's going to be hopefully within the next few months yeah so it is kind of hard to get into the school district that we're in right now because it's uh the best school in the area with great sports mm-hmm. so they're actually having trouble fitting all the as young kids especially uh in the schools so <laughs> they're gonna be like so a double a football program so it could be 
you know what when my my son's age grows up it could very well be because the the elementary school is getting overcrowded really that's interesting i wonder what they what they're gonna do yeah i don't know i i know they got a big capital project um to put an addition on the elementary school so oh really yeah but that's that's years from now that before that's all done so yeah you those, those big construction projects take god knows how long so yeah yeah uh but yeah good stuff um like i said we have uh again we have a lot going on so uh bear with us with with the time frames and everything uh and the lack of solid internet is really hurting things it's really it's, really troublesome it's about time for yours to go down don't tempt <laughs> it it went down twice when we first started it's actually really good that you we're late because otherwise the episode would have been interrupted twice, That's which is true. annoying to fix. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, it ended up working out perfectly. So, yeah. All right. Uh, let's get into what we played. Will, yeah. I'll let start with you. I'll talk about the new NHL because I'll get into my complaint in a minute, but I really like the new NHL. Uh-huh. Uh, and here's why Dan, do you remember when, NHL took the the more realistic approach. Yes. Um, you know how, like, when they were skating, the players out there, like, it felt like the players moving was very slow, and yeah. they took physics, real-life physics, with their body movement way too seriously. So if you were trying to, like, cut on a dime and go move in another direction, you just couldn't. Yeah. This game feels the most like NHL 11 in that okay. re- regard, where... You know, it's more arcadey the skating, so players can just zoom around the ice really nicely, and that makes it, in my opinion, way more fluid, way more fun, way more fast paced because you get to be able to really just like bomb around on the ice, get passes off, like do harder, harder cuts and everything like that. And I just, I really like that style of the game so much more. Nice. Um. Where my big complaint with the game lies is the penalties. Mm-hmm. Um, I took 12 tripping penalties in my first game. Yeah. And now, like, I know you got to be careful where you poke check, but there it's are okay. just so many trips. Yeah. It was Tri- un- unbelievable. The, tri- the trip button, as we call it. Well, every game kind of, like, alternates between what is the penalty button last game it was the stick lift so i don't stick lift anymore mm-hmm. but now on this one it's poke checking so like now yeah. i gotta like train my brain to be able to stick lift again uh so i'm not used to that gotcha. but i think the game is actually really awesome there's a lot of really cool things in it i know the three on three was in the last game uh but it's in this one they just improve upon it um one other thing I really like is being able to customize my rules a lot more in this one. I don't remember. I don't know if it's just my friend's stubbornness or not, but in the other games, we never played um, continuous overtime when we would play each other. It would be the three on three, and then it would become a shootout. Uh-huh. Uh, in this one, I can set it up for it to be continuous overtime. Nice. Which is awesome because the shootout, I hate the shootout in the games. In real yeah. life, I don't mind it, yeah. but it's so hard to do things when the uh, AI controls the goalie. It's just so yeah. hard. And the angle's weird too, right? Is it yeah. still like kind of the almost the over over that uh, over the shoulder? 
Yep, it's still pretty close down to the ice. So, like, you don't really yeah. get a lot of, like, vision to be able to make moves. Yeah. Uh, so those, those are some really cool things. Eric can talk about it way more because he's played it a lot more, but there's a lot of cool stuff they added in the game. Um, uh, some cool modes. I'm really looking forward to digging more into it. Um, you know, the Leafs are really fun to play as, so that's exciting. Um, updated the roster, so Eric Carlson's on the Sharks and Pacioretty's on the Knights. So I was really just kind of screwing around with the game and kind of experiencing it. And from everything that I've played so far, it feels, in my opinion, the most like NHL 11. Okay. I'm wondering if we're coming up on going back to arcade hockey games, kind of more arcadey. And we're going to have a couple ones that are like that. And then we're just going to swing back to the realistic games and then back and forth. But probably that's probably the path we're headed on. Um, I played a little bit of Tecmo Super Bowl too. Nice. That game's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a good, great game. It really I, is. It was bored Thursday night after the Browns won their first game, so I was like, I'm gonna play some Tecmo Super Bowl because I don't have the newest Madden, and I was like, I'll be Cleveland. Why not? So I just was playing Cleveland, and it was just like, it, it's so fun to play. Like. I don't know how to play, really. I'm just kind of, like, choosing the play and just kind of either bombing the ball or, like, running it. And it's funny, like, running the ball is so much easier in that one than it is in the other games, like the newer games. I don't know why. I just was rattling off 10-yard 10, 10 runs or and more. Uh, I don't know. It's just a lot of fun to play those old-school games, and I think Tecmo Super Bowl holds up fairly well. In my yeah. yeah, I would agree. It's It's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I think it's a lot of fun and I kind of don't mind playing that, that kind of game. And, you know, some old games I don't think hold up very well, but I think that one is one of the ones that really does. Okay. Um, I played the last two characters in the Dragon Ball Fighters DLC, uh, Android 17 and Cooler. I think they're awesome characters, awesome additions. Cooler is more of like a powerhouse character uh, and Android 17 is more of a quick character. Um, Android 17 is my favorite character in Dragon Ball next to Gohan so I was excited to see him so he'll be on my team um, I'll be me- I'll be playing that game a lot more now towards the end of the year um, nice. I've kind of gone hit or miss with it throughout the year I've kind of played it throughout the whole year though and it's just been one game that I've always continuously been going back to and I will continue to do so I really really enjoy it um, okay other than that, Dan, I think I think that's all I've played. Nice. Um, not to change the subject, but uh, Adam Thielen and Todd Gurley are lighting it up for me. So yeah, I saw football. I saw Thielen's <laughs> touchdown catch. He just had <coughs> yeah not too long ago. Yeah, and Gurley um, has almost two hundred yards or something like that. Uh, I don't know. I, he's got only got 67 rushing, but he's got a few catches, and I didn't see how many yards he had. But it's I know over, his his receiving. Okay, yeah, his receiving yard is a or receiving his touchdown is a receiving touchdown, not a, a rushing touchdown. I think, so. in my opinion, the Rams might be the best team in the NFL. Yeah, I think they're getting whooped by Minnesota right now, though. They're beating Minnesota 38-28. Oh, okay. So, Why well, I, I don't know. I had that backwards. Just say maybe like just, I said, yeah, it's a long day. It's <laughs> at it quick. Yeah, no, they're they're playing pretty pretty well. Jared Goff. Yeah, I'm I'm. This is uh, you know a couple of weeks into the season, but Kansas City, Los Angeles Rams, Super Bowl. 
Patrick Mahomes, man. <laughs> I know. I would love to see that, though, because neither of those teams have been. When's the last time the Chiefs or the Rams were in the Super Bowl? Oh, man. Long time ago. <laughs> were the Rams ever in? Oh, I they play, so. Rams play the Patriots, right? Yeah, yep. Yep, the greatest show on turf with Kurt Warner. So that was the last time with them. I don't know about the Chiefs, to be honest. This is why a while ago. <laughs> I know they won a few of them early on, but I think it's been a very long time. But that would be know, that would be a cool Super Bowl. I know this is an aside, but what I love about the Chiefs this year is a lot of quarterbacks throw these check down passes to the running backs, and it's so boring. But Patrick yeah. Mahomes' check down pass is a thirty five yard pass. I want the I want to see the Chiefs play on TV because I haven't been able to watch. I only watch, I watch highlights. Mm-hmm. I don't know the the. What sold me on him was the play where he had to scramble and he ran around for a little bit and he like ran off t- to the side and then threw a dart into the corner of the end zone for a <laughs> touchdown. It was like thirty five, like thirty five yards on the run or whatever. Yep, to Chris like, Connolly. This dude's awesome. Fun yeah. fact: Fun fact about Mahomes' draft and the Giants were getting ready to draft him, but the Chiefs jumped Tra- ahead. Okay. Traded ahead. Yeah, I'll right in front of the. It was a couple picks before the Giants, but they did trade ahead to take Mahomes. So, uh-huh. Giants were I reportedly really wanted to draft him, but yeah. they thought they could get him later. Yeah, dude's good. He's real good. <laughs> yeah, he's got that, anyway. that beautiful head of lettuce too. Yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. Um, but anyway, that's an aside. Uh, so yeah, still playing a lot of Breath of the Wild. Uh, I won't talk about that. Uh, I played Dr. Mario on the uh, NES classic games on the on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, really, really good experience with that. I, I think I talked about it last week. I may not have, but uh, this, the UI for that is really, really nice looking uh, for, you know, a classic game client. Yeah, if uh, it is, it right? Really, really works very well. Um, at some point, I would like to invest in the classic controllers for the Switch, just because playing those games is just so much better on the actual controller you're supposed to play it on. Um, you know, as, as of right now, I'd rather play those games on my NES Classic. Um, but it's not it's it's hooked up down here, and I don't sit down here to play video games all that often. So mm-hmm. uh, we can't have things with cords with the twins around because they pull on cords and rip stuff off of shelves oh. and stuff. So. Uh, you know, we can't can't really have it out yet. Um, once I get a little older, I can I can put it back up up on the main TV. Um, but yeah, that's good stuff. Feel like I played something else. No, no, I didn't. Oh, you know what? I wanted to download the n- n- new Nintendo uh, mobile game. Who's they put out another one. Yeah, it's a art, like an action RPG. Ooh, really? What's Did it just come out? Yeah, I think today. Wonder Song? Nope. Is it like Dragalia Lost or something like that? I think I have it on my wish list. Uh, nope, wrong one. Dang it. I'm gonna find it. I swear. I'm curious. I'm kind of interested in a good action RPG phone game right now. Uh, I'm going it's, through. It's sh- it's Dragalia Lost. That's Tra- what it is. Dragalia Lost. Yeah. 
Some people really like it. Um, Time to look on the old so, iPhone. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to download that and give it a shot at some point. Is it free? Yeah, yeah, free to play. I think it's got microtransactions. I, no, I know it has microtransactions because that's what mobile games do. So that's Ooh, what I played. Um, I really don't think there's anything else in there. So we will get into feedback. Uh, I will start by reading the rest of Cam's feedback. Oh, once again, Cam, I apologize. He sent in feedback for last week, uh, and I somehow missed it. I think the emails got out of order somehow, and that's how I missed it. Um, so I apologize to Cameron for that. Uh, don't let my stupidity keep you from writing in feedback. Uh, so he wrote in again this week. So I'm going to read the rest of that. I obviously read the first part Uh during the main segment. So it says long time since I wrote in, it's weird. I know that the important thing is contributing what you have got and not waiting for pure gold. And I enjoy the feedback from other others. So I should write in more, but I'm always thinking I don't want to waste your time. Never waste the time for us. Cameron. No, never. Um, I'm just, I, like I said, I'm just an idiot and didn't read it last week. Uh, stupid. Uh, he says, anyways, first off, still waiting for an email for e-transfer. I swear it would be easier to donate to ISIS than this podcast. <laughs> yes, it would. Uh, next in the meat of the feedback uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider minor early game spoiler so I read that during the main segment um, so I will scroll forward past that finally Nibblebits he says Project Porsche 924 is dead way too much to do way too much money for parts just cost just too much I loosely understood the economic principle of sunk cost so I did not get trapped by it sold off some parts and it was hauled away yesterday making way for 1996 Toyota GT4 ST205, the rally legend. All-wheel drive, four-cylinder turbo monster that tore up Group A rally from 1994 to 1998. Bought it three weeks ago. It's a Japanese importer. I'm the first Canadian owner to have it licensed and satisfied on the road. Uh, beautiful, super white, and just a dream to drive. So now it's been minor things like getting DOT-certified lights to pass safety, uh, and a good detail done and some sp- suspension work to get everything perfect. And as of right now, I found a Polish auto, a Polish auto shop that did a throwback to the iconic Castle Castrol Rally livery on YouTube, and they're making up a decal package and wrap to finish my recreation of that rally car from its glory days. Uh, you know, I'm going to call up a picture of that real quick because I want to see what it looks like. Because uh, I love the classic rally cars. The kind of car that I want the most right now is the Ford Escort Cosworth uh, rally car. Like, I want one more than a person should because I just love the look of it. <laughs> uh, 1996 Toyota GT4 ST205 for sale. Images. Those are cheap, right? Oh, I know this car. So it's it's uh it it's the old Celicas that they that they sold here, which are cool. Yeah, that's a nice car. I'm jealous, man. Like I said, I want to have a Ford Escort Cosworth from like the the early '90s, like 1994. I think is the one I like. Uh, 1994. Maybe, uh, but they have to be imported from the U- United Kingdom for the most part. Uh, they didn't sell those here, unfortunately. Can you drive one in the new Forza Horizon game? 
Yes, I have one. I had one in Forza Horizon 3. I always buy those because I love that car so much. Now, wait, are you getting the new Forza Horizon? I would like to at some point. I, I can't make any promises only because with, with the new house, all this crap we have to buy. Just get Game Pass. Oh, that's right. I can. Yeah, I can subscribe for a month to Game Pass for 10 bucks. And I'll play probably it. play the crap out of it for that for that time period. Because it reviewed. Idea. Well, it reviewed so well, it convinced me. Well, Eric has Game Pass, so I get to yeah. reap the benefits of having all of those games. So I'm going to be able to play it. I've read several articles of people like, I can't stop playing this game. <laughs> That's yeah. how good it is. It's funny. So. I hate I hate cars. Well, I don't hate cars. I'm not good with cars. I've never really been that interested in them. I can appreciate yeah. a good car, but yeah. um, th- this game is just like, oh, it just gets me. I love playing them. Yeah. Okay. Um. And then he had one more thing in his feedback. He says, finally, I think it's Idaho Jake's kid that is the is USMC, uh, United States uh, Marine Corps, uh, and headed to Afghanistan. Let, let me give a big shout out to the Corp. I had an opportunity to meet some of them during my time in Afghanistan, and they live up to their reputation, reputation of being highly motivated and fit warriors. Something else I know is the stress that it puts on parents during the 2008-2009 tours. Both my brother and I deployed to Kandahar, and at the, at the same time as infantry, and I'm sure my poor parents aged decades during those six months especially as the casualties mounted uh, but take some solace uh in that he will learn a lot of him about himself during his time deployed and hopefully have as much fun as we did and if he's anything like me or my brother he'll be fighting to get back there as many times as he can anyways athletes uh thought we might not always write in though we might not always write in we are always listening keep up the good work cameron thanks, so Cam. thanks for that cameron uh, once again, I apologize for not reading your feedback from last week. I feel really bad about that. Um, but as I said, it's just just my stupidity. So uh, the next is from Tate, who says, hey, guys, I just want to say how excited I am for the holidays this year. I already requested paid time off around Thanksgiving and Christmas, which equates to three total weeks off for me. I also am really excited because I plan on playing a lot of video games over that time. Uh, I plan on playing XCOM and Firewatch over Thanksgiving. And then whatever new game I get around Christmas for my wife will be played as well. Do you think diving into XCOM over Thanksgiving is a good choice? After listening to old episodes, I am convinced to play it by you guys. So thank you for that recommendation. Anyways, hope y'all are doing great. Taterade out. That's a great game to play over Thanksgiving. Um, that's something you are you're going to want to binge play. Um, but at the same time, it can be frustratingly difficult. Um, and we lost Will again. So that's just just grand. Uh, but yeah, Tate, uh, XCOM, I can't say enough good things about. I really love the first one. I also like the second one. I know Will uh, Will didn't like it as much. Was it Corey, too, that played it that didn't like XCOM 2 as much? Uh, but I, however, did like XCOM 2. Uh, but, you know, the first one's good to, a good one to start with. Um, I also only did The Enemy Unknown. Uh, I didn't do any uh, of the Enemy Within, so I can't really speak to that. That's the Enemy Within is like the expansion, and it adds new elements into uh, the original XCOM game. Like, I think your base gets invaded, and there's a few other things that I'm not sure about. Um, hang on, I'm texting Will here. Um, so yeah, but that's that's definitely a great game to play. And and you know, now that the weather, I know you're in Utah. I don't know if you get snow there, but we're Gonna get snow here, so people are gonna be stuck inside playing video games all winter. 
Um, oh, Jake says he's not deployed yet, and he is Army Field Artillery, but thank you. Uh, so, yeah, I'll try to call Will again in a minute. All right, so thanks for that, Tate. Uh, next is Jake's feedback, who says... Uh, hey guys, borrowed my friend's PS4 and bought Spider-Man and it is fantastic. Reminds me of the good Spider-Man that was on PS1 or 2, I can't remember. Combat is one where you have to get used to, but once you do and unlock new power-ups of suits, you start whooping some ass. Swinging around the city is awesome and doesn't feel like a task doing all the extra stuff because you unlock new suits if you do them. Uh, next, my son today graduated his AIT and leaves for Texas at 12. Uh, for my game, I'll take Trucker Sim. Uh, Euro Truck Simulator, I think it was. Uh, now for the, the Idaho Jakes This Day in Gaming History, 1975, Kill the Brit released on uh, Atari 8800. Um, 1979, Ian's uh, Ian Speed Race released on Commodore, uh, PET, CBM. 1990, Wing Commander released on Windows. 1996, The King of Fighters 96 released on Neo Geo. 2001, NHL Hits, uh, NHL Hits 2002, and Lego Racer 2 released on PS2. 2005, Far Cry Instinct came out on Xbox. I'm not familiar with Far Cry Instinct. Um, and Ultimate Spider-Man came out on PS2. 2006, Just Cause came out on Xbox, Xbox 360, and Windows. Uh, and 2016, XCOM 2 released on Xbox One. Thanks, guys, and have a great day. Thanks, Jake. Uh, very much appreciate. Oh, congrats on your son uh, from graduating AIT. That's awesome. Uh, and also stationed in Texas. That's not a bad thing. I've never been, but I've heard good things about Texas. Always wanted to go. Uh, I've got a friend who lived in Texas for a while. So, or friends, I guess. All right, so I'm trying to call Will real quick uh, so we can do the game giveaway and call it an episode before the internet freaking drops out again because I'm getting tired of that. So I will call up the game giveaway list while we're waiting for that. I uh, get my Chromebook here. Okay, I can actually I can handle this on my own here. Let's see. So Jake is getting Euro Truck Simulator. That's a great choice, by the way, Jake. It's a great game. Uh, wrong one. Okay. Whoops. All right. Such a pain. All right. So one to three. Uh, Cameron's one. Tate's two, and Jake is three. I'm gonna call up my random number generator. Uh, Number from one, two, three. And it's number three, Idaho Jake. Uh, Add will to the call. So congrats on winning again, Idaho Jake. That's great. Will. Hi. Hey. It's internet drop number two. Yep. Very annoyed. I don't blame you. Um, so Jake won the game giveaway again. <laughs> Good job, Jake. 
So uh, I after the show gets over, I will send you. <laughs> Idaho Jake says no more porn. Will maybe that's what the issue is. I don't know. It'd be okay. So one to one fifty. Will one to one fifty. First number, Dan. Forty-three. Forty-three. Forty-three is Total War Warhammer. Yeah. One. Okay. Number two. Uh, number two is ninety-two. Ninety-two is Puzzle Agent. Yeah. I know Corey likes that one. I we say that every time, but. He does. Corey does like Puzzle Agent. Yes, One twenty-seven. Oops. One twenty-seven is the Swapper. That's also a good one. Yeah. Getting some good games this go around. Forty-nine. Forty-nine. Bringing up pictures of the Ford Escort Cosworth mm. in the chat. That's the kind of car I really want. Um, I'm sorry, did you say 49? Yep, 49. 49 is... Uh, Hopico. That's another good one. Yeah, I know that's come up a few times, too. Finally, Dan. 35. 35. Thirty-five is Kingdom New Lands Royal Edition. That's a pretty good selection there, Jake. Yeah, that's actually can't really find a bad game in that in that batch. It's one of the better ones. Yeah, in a while. So, yeah. So, um, let us know what you want. I'm going to send you after we finish. I'll I'll send you Hero Truck Simulator uh, for for last week's win. Excuse me. Next week's episode is going to be Life is Strange. Uh, Life is Strange 2. Episode 1, of course. Uh, the rest of the episodes. We're going to, uh, as opposed to the way we usually do it, we're going to cover them episode by episode. Because I don't think any of us can wait to, to play. So, uh, Corey will likely be on next week. At least I'm hoping so. Uh, my wife will probably be on next week's episode. So we can all have a nice long conversation about Life is Strange 2. Ooh. Yeah, that's everything. Will, you have anything else you want to say? No, I got nothing else. All right. Uh, So that'll do it for episode 375 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Will. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.